We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello everyone and welcome to Business Matters presented by Valley First, uh, Division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capal, I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today we welcome Lindsay Ainucci to Business Matters. Welcome Lindsay, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here, thanks for having me. No problem. Lindsay is the Sales and Marketing Manager at Current Taxi uh, and we're going to dive in and learn all about Current Taxi and your role and all that fun stuff. So let's get started. So I'm curious, it's funny because literally when I logged in, I hear the conversation going, well, we don't really talk about COVID a lot in this conversation. And guess what? My first question is <laughs> more around, I was actually given some thought preparing for the call and, and you know, a lot of businesses faced obviously challenges during the pandemic and are currently still facing challenges. But I just thought like businesses like you guys at Current Taxi have maybe faced a little bit of a bigger uphill challenge because you have a big part of your business are tourists and hotels and all that part. So I'm not sure if you were like what part you were through the whole thing with Current Taxi, but can you just, you know, what did that time look like for you guys? Like what did, what did it look like? Well, how did you get through it? Can you speak a little bit around that? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, like every other company, we were just sort of holding on for dear life and right. counting down the days and hoping that it would remedy itself soon. But, you know, it was a very trying time. We won't lie. Like it was, uh, it wasn't easy to get through. I feel like now we're on the other side of it. We're so excited to see mm -hmm. our ridership soar back up to where it was uh, pre-pandemic. Um, I can't say that I was fully a part of the <laughs> crisis management team at that point. Um, I was working part-time for Current Taxi when I first started, um, and therefore I wasn't a part of those integral conversations. I do know that it was a very stressful time. Um, of course, our drivers felt it as well. It was it was a tough time, like their hourly, because they're a, uh, they get a base salary with commission. So right. everybody's everybody's ability to earn income suffered from this. Our, our tourism in industry as a whole suffered, like, it's not very easy when our own provincial government is telling everyone to stay away from Kelowna for a few months of our high peak season. So yeah. that was definitely a challenge, but I would say everyone just really rallied together and we have a pretty close camaraderie between the drivers and as well between our GM who works very closely with them, with our, our CEO, we all work in the same space. Right. So I think the fact that we are built on one of our three foundational pillars is people is people, luxury, and sustainability. So the fact that that is our core to start with and that we hire people based on their personalities, um, their ability to be adaptable to any situations with our clientele on a daily basis, that really extended itself to this, this pandemic climate. So yeah. yeah, we got through it together. I swear I won't ask, I, won't, I promise I won't ask another question. Okay. I'll try not to. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> um, I know we skipped over a little bit, but I always like to to just for people that are not familiar with Current Taxi, because you know sometimes we take for granted that well everyone knows the clients we have or the brands we have, but some people might have not have heard of Current Taxi. Give us the elevator speech. Who are you guys? What do you guys do? What's the business? Current Taxi is an all Tesla taxi company. We are Canada's only at this point in time. 
definitely BC's only, but also Canada's only. So we have uh, 19 cars in our fleet at this point in time. We're growing all the time, especially coming out of this last period. Um, we're really excited about that, looking to put more cars on the road as well, going into the summer and fall months. Uh, so essentially our company was formed in 2017 by a local couple named Dale and Trisha Conway. I'm aware that you're, you, you know Dale as well. Um, he, says, he says hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're just lovely people who had been working in the tourism and hospitality industry for many years. And they'd sort of seen this need present itself, like whether you're going to and from a casino or you're going to and from a luxury hotel, especially for people traveling into town from say YLW, you get off a flight, let's say, hopefully first class. Right. You get into a, yeah, like we all do. <laughs> um, you get into a less than luxury taxi. Right. You go to, let's say, Sparkling Hill, if you're lucky enough, or the Delta Grand or the Quailsgate Guest House, a luxury place to go and spend that time. You have an amazing time. Again, you leave, you get back into that less than luxury cab. And it's just this disruption of the luxury experience or just a higher service uh, standard. So they had realized that this was a flaw in uh, the public transportation industry and just sought to remedy that by starting their own company. And uh, at the same time, you know, two birds with one stone, it's a sustainable company, something that the transportation industry needs to be moving towards anyways, which is decarbonizing. So right. it, was, uh, it was the right time for the right solution, I think. And as Kelowna is growing, it's now the, what is it, the fastest growing metropolitan area in Canada. I feel yeah. like we have, you know, come through the fire and we are primed to really capitalize on all of this growth um, and continuing to serve all of the, all of the locals and the tourists alike. When I think from a luxury brand, it like Kelowna fits really well, but the beauty of, I think from current taxes, the other, you know, sustainability um, is, is an issue in every city. Like it's something that, you know, and we'll talk about that sort of where the future is going for, for you. But I, I think it's, it, you know, starting in Kelowna made so much sense because like mm -hmm. you said, experiences that people come to the Okanagan for, it's awesome that you're able to deliver. And I, I'm curious is um, how, how far reaching do you go? Like, where will you come pick me up? You mentioned the airport, like what are, I'm always curious, how far has someone driven somebody in? current taxi well that's funny you should ask we have driven all around bc i believe that we are permitted to drive anyone to any location within our province okay uh we are not only allowed to pick people up within the provincial sorry the um central okanagan uh area so Peachland, right. lake country Kelowna, west Kelowna. Um, but like I said, we can pick somebody up and they, if they, during that time when a lot of those flights were canceled because of uh, our fire season, all sorts of crazy events, we had people requesting that we drove them from Kelowna to the airport so they could make their flight because their connecting flight wasn't going to happen. Mm. So, yeah, we've had lots of long haul yeah. cab rides. Um, how big of a team do you have? You mentioned 19 vehicles on the road, but how big of a team do you guys have? I would say including our... Uh, leadership team and our drivers, we have around 50. Mm, okay, so Obviously that, that number changes with turnover, but I think that'll also be ramping up going into these next few months, just because, you know, we need more, more cars on the road at all times, which means we need more drivers. Yeah. And currently so, you guys are only, you're only in Kelowna right now? Currently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Could change. Could change. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean, 
Yeah, you never know. Um, I noticed on the website, which I didn't know about, was interesting. You offer you offer a membership model, which I thought was really unique, and, and I you. felt like it was really unique anyway. So, can you just explain that a little bit on how that works? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I've been a part of that pretty pretty intimately. Dale came up with the idea. Our CEO Dale came up with the idea sometime last summer, um, right before we sort of pressed the the activate button on my sales and marketing position. Um, and we really identified the need to go after more of our corporate clientele. Hmm. Um, so we established, he gave me a framework of what he wanted that membership uh, structure to look like uh, through a lot of back and forth and trial and error. We got to where we are now, which is basically providing priority service for our corporate clientele. Um, something that, that sort of just came about through this process, because we've always had internal account holders, right. um, just like any of our competitors do. Um, the difference with us was that you don't just get to have centralized monthly billing, which is typically how an account goes with a cab company. With us, with our new, uh, we also launched a new app as of uh, November of last year. And so with that came a lot more powerful tools that we were able to customize for different corporations' needs, whether that's public or nonprofit organizations. So, you know, if WorkSafe BC or ICBC comes to us, we can dial it in for what they're uh, passengers and their users need, or if a massive company comes to us, we can say, okay, well, we can give you guys this level of priority, or we can give you this level of discount on your membership services, or, you know what I mean? There's just so many different ways that we can prover proverbially, proverbially <laughs> skin the cat. Um, <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's become the framework framework from which we operate, but right. it's, uh, I would say it's just that, you know, there's always a little bit more room for customization from there. How much, I'm curious, like you, on the corporate side, how much of the business is corporate and how much is, can I say public day to day? Like, like just curious on percentage wise, do you have an idea? I would say it's hard to say on a day-to-day -day basis just because, you know, it depends on the day of the week. It depends what's happening at that time. Um, as far as the ridership, I would say that as far as uh, revenue, it's becoming it's still predominantly public, but it's it's definitely moving more in the direction of getting a lot more of our revenue from our, our corporate accounts and from our family and individual accounts, which are a nice little offshoot of the corporate account. We've realized that they can very easily be used by a family of four. Um, you know, we're currently working with educational institutions <clears throat> in the area, trying to establish programs that help active, busy parents um, you know, nobody knows better than our, our CEO and our, our and uh, the, the two founders, Dale and Trisha, who have many kids who are in competitive sports. Right. And, right. you know, there's just never enough time in the day to get everyone where they need to go. So that's where we can kind of come in and help these families out and shuttle their family around with uh, really high standards of, of how we, we make that happen for their family. That's great. Um, on, on that note, sort of from the community side, I'm curious about partnerships you have with businesses. I know that, you know, um, you do some work with Chances, for instance, where they'll do a promotion and tie, you know, kind of weave your brand into it. Mm -hmm. um, is there other partnerships like that you have in the community? Is there anything you can speak around that sort of how you work with businesses to kind of help that experience? Like you said, they're coming into the market or, or they're just looking for a night out or whatever it may be where you make it easier to actually make that happen. Yes, definitely. Um, of course, there's a few that I can't quite speak to yet because Fair the enough. ink hasn't dried on the contract. <laughs> um, but I, I've uh, run this by a few of our, our partners and made sure it's okay that, you know, they get a free shout out. 
it's yeah. terrible for them. Um, <laughs> but we've recently uh, partnered with the Colonial Yacht Club to mm. add an extra bonus for their members. Um, it's visible under their member benefits in their website. Um, so basically just by being a member of that yacht club, they get an extra kickback or an extra incentive to choose Current Taxi as their safe, sober ride home after a fun day of being out on the boat. Right. That's just one, we are working also with the Okanagan Beach Club to become their primary service provider. Um, now, we know that they've worked with other transportation solutions in the past that have uh, unfortunately fallen through and um, just based on the the trip <laughs> length that it takes to get out to Fintry and to um, that really awesome location. Other people have not risen to the occasion, so that's where we're hoping to provide them with really reliable, safe transportation, um, everything that we're already known for. Um, we're also working with a few other, funnily enough, it's a lot of transportation providers. We're working with a certain helicopter company that's looking into luxury charters. We are working with uh, boat membership companies to, again, provide safe transportation home from all of their sober boating activities. <laughs> um, the Okanagan has so many different opportunities for us to, to kind of effortly, effortlessly and seamlessly work in with these companies, which is where I get a real kick out of is it's not a stretch. It's not, it's not a forced relationship. It's like right. a very effortless thing where we truly are providing value and we are happy to do business with these really premier Okanagan brands. Um, I think that's something we're looking more into in the future. And we've dabbled in in the past is really establishing our relationships with wineries, because again, that's another no brainer where safe transportation is needed. Right. Um, if I may continue, yeah. uh, Great. One thing that's one thing that's kind of uh, come to our awareness with your typical wine transport uh, wine shuttle service, they'll often pick a group of people up in uh, a preset de destination in a parking lot. Now they go off and they have a great time, and then they come back to the parking lot at the end of the day, and what's there? Their vehicle. How do right. they get home? Right. They got to call a cab or make a bad decision. So right. it's just like, why wouldn't they just come to us? Where? we can offer it for the exact same price. You get to do it with your select group of people, go to all of the stops that you want to go to, and you get dropped off back at your door at the end of the day. And you don't have to worry about having any run-ins with the RCMP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting with, you mentioned like, cause there's, that sounds like, and there's, a, I know there's probably, like you said, there's other partnerships you're working with and, and 19 vehicles all of a sudden doesn't sound a lot. Like, do, do you feel like, you know, obviously, growing the fleet is always I'm sure you know if, if possible you'd love to do it it's not probably a a, a cheap endeavor because Tesla's no. are, you know but no. you feel like you miss opportunities because of the number of vehicles or are you kind of positioned well with 19 vehicles on the road I would say it's a little bit of both I mean there's always room for growth and improvement because as this city grows exponentially over the next few years we're going to have to to keep pace uh, right. so that we can stay competitive um, you know, there are some of our competitors that do have larger fleets. Um, they don't offer all of the things that we do. So it is a bit of a trade-off. Um, I think that, you know, there are times where we're not able to service everybody and that's just the reality. Um, but we also pride ourselves on staying true to our word. You know, if somebody calls in and they say, I need a cab to this point, it's the middle of the night. We're not going to say, yes, we're on our way. Like, right certain other companies do they just they say yeah 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 because we've got the volume we'll yeah. send them they'll get there when they get there kind of thing we yeah. take everything that we do with our customers very seriously we we never say yes when it's a no so if if we say it, we're really sorry we can't make it at this very moment are you able to budge 15 minutes in either direction then we can accommodate that hopefully 
Um, so yeah, we find our ways to 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 meet the demand. And again, with all of our corporate uh, customers and non -for, not for profit organization customers, it really helps that a lot of those are daytime businesses, whereas a lot of our public user base is Friday, Saturday nights, evenings in general, or it's early morning rush to the airport. So when we have that whole daytime to fill up with uh, daytime travel between uh, business appointments, uh, daytime trips to the airport, all that kind of thing, it all does balance out in our favor. And, and a question someone might have is cost. Do I, does it cost me any more to call current taxi than say that? And it's interesting, you mentioned the word competitor and I, I, never, I never thought of the traditional companies <laughs> as even competitors. Like I just think it's such, a, it's such a different experience in my mind. And I guess it's easier if you've experienced it to say that, but when it comes to cost, am I paying more? I'm so glad you asked that. We are five years in and that is still a misconception. No, our metered rates are actually set by the Passenger Transportation Board, which basically makes it so that we cannot undercut our non-competitors uh, <laughs> because we are a unique standalone service. Um, so yeah, no, our rates are exactly the same. The only time that it, you would incur any additional costs is if you choose to go with those membership structures and packages that we discussed earlier. Right, yeah, interesting. So your role, sales and marketing manager, what does that mean? Like, what does your day-to-day -day look like? What are you focusing on? Um, you know, what's, what, are, what are your goals that you have? Well, I guess it depends on the day of the week, the time of the year. Um, I feel like coming out of, you know, as I mentioned, we launched our new app, so... Okay. As of last fall, we were really focused on fine tuning that for our fleet because it is a unique business model. Um, on top of that, you know, maintaining all of our, our public uh, interactions with our, our passengers and our customer base that we've built um, and that we worked to continue to build through our, our email campaigns, through our contests. We ran a really fun contest with Sparkling Hill last December. Um, which was really, really fun. Um, side note, I created a reel for this experience um, thanks to the advice of our creative director uh, and one of the founders, Kate. And so I, I filmed this process of me traveling out there on a beautiful sunny day and just trying to get that feeling of somebody winning that prize and getting to travel there in right. one of our luxury vehicles. And, you know, it didn't take much, honestly. It's a, a beautiful song on a beautiful day in a beautiful car. Right. Over 24,000 views later, it's probably the most visibility we've ever gotten through something on social media, especially without, with it being organic. Um, yeah. So big shout out to, uh, to Sparkling Hell for participating in that with us. <laughs> We're definitely wanting to do more of that kind of thing. We definitely um, are looking into doing that with more uh, with them in the future, as well as other exciting other partners. As I mentioned, perhaps a helicopter company dropped that little hint there. Um, and boating um, service providers, restaurants, bars, wineries. Uh, we love to do that kind of stuff. A big part of my job these days has really started to center around the business, develop the business development aspect as we really look to expand our corporate user base. Right. So yeah. I'm loving that. I love cool. researching companies and finding that common ground and making connections and, and creating a win-win situation for both companies. It's really fun. Very cool. How long have you been at Current Taxi? I believe it's just under a year and a half. Okay. So what um, what were you doing before? Before Current Taxi? Yeah. What was I doing? Um, <laughs> let me see. 
Well, I was working for a uh, startup here in Kelowna that was okay. a real estate um, app. That company is no more, unfortunately. Before that, I was working in a, a slew of different roles. I actually just moved up to the Okanagan in March of 2016. I grew up in the Lower Mainland. Okay. So right before I, um, um, I moved up to Kelowna, I was working as an art director in a uh, beautiful neighborhood around Commercial Drive and Venables. Oh, nice. It was not beautiful. <laughs> but the, the company was really cool. I got to work with a lot of uh, Fortune 100 company brands and design merchandise. It was a, a promotional marketing company. So designing clothing, which is what I had sought out to do since I was 14 or 15 years old. So it was pretty cool to, to realize that dream. Um, going further back, I started out as a graphic designer, graduated in 2009 and was fortunate enough to get in with a basically home and lifestyle company. Over the years, I've worked with sports and entertainment. I've worked with realist, uh, realtors. I've worked with uh, beauty and cosmetics and health and wellness. So it's been a really transferable skill that has allowed me to grow through my career and meet a lot of really great people, a lot of really uh, potent mentors along the way, which have truly gotten me where I am. People who believed in me and saw something in me, maybe that I didn't even see at the time, certain leadership skills or the ability to rise to the occasion that they were asking me to. Um, so after I moved here uh, up to the Okanagan, I actually took that opportunity to go travel a little bit in Western Europe. And it was just the best thing ever. <laughs> um, viva Italia, you know, <laughs> and Spain and France and all that good yeah. stuff. It was wonderful. And then I actually ended up working as a personal assistant for a while, which it's funny how the universe kind of, and your, and your destiny brings you along. But I learned so much from this woman without knowing it that has directly impacted the work I'm doing now. Um, she taught me about corporate uh, CSR and sustainability goals and about uh, just so many things that I'm working with on a daily basis now. Um, and it was, again, another key mentor that helped me along my, my journey. Um, but when I look back at how I've gotten from where I was to where I am, like the key thread has really been communication, whether right. that's visual or verbal. Um, and as my career has gone on, I find that I do a lot more written communication. Right, yeah. um, and I love that as well, because that's just another part of you. And it sort of breaks up your day where you're, you're always using your brain in a different way, whether it's visual, written, you know, public outreach, corporate outreach, just, it's all about connection and communication yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. What brought you to the Okanagan? Why did, like, what, why did you make the move? Well, uh, my parents actually moved up here about eight, eight months before I did. And they kept planting those seeds every time I come to visit them. And I would, not now I'm a city girl. I'm not ready. Yeah. And then, you know, I just, uh, I got tired of, of uh, the odor of downtown Vancouver, to put it gently. And um, I just started to really love the natural landscape up here. I remember I came up here and was driving around and there was horses everywhere and <laughs> vineyards. And I was just, I fell in love. It was just so beautiful. And between you and me, I got really tired of the rain in Vancouver too. And just sort of realized, you know what? I don't have to stay here forever. There's other places to explore. Well, and there's, it's close if you ever want to go back and visit. And so, I do, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about if you could speak about community, because uh, like how you're involved in community. Is there like, you know, charities of choice that you work with? There's more on that giving side, not community as in like the community itself, but more on the giving side. Can you speak around that, what you guys are involved in and what you do in that space? 
Sure. Um, I think that we typically give back in small ways throughout the year by um, offering gift cards to uh, charity raffles, that sort of thing. Um, we've worked with Mamas for Mamas in the past for Mother's Day and did a diaper drive where our uh, one of our founders, Trisha, actually was one of the key participants in that, driving around town with one of her children, picking up these diapers and delivering them all to the Mamas for Mamas Foundation, a really worthy cause here in town as well as around BC. I'm not sure if, I believe they're, they're national as well, right? Yeah, now. yes, yeah. Um, looking to get um, connected with them again, we've also worked with Kelowna Women in Business and just, again, we're offering our services it's not always for necessarily a charity it's just for right. worth, worthwhile causes and uh groups and associations in our community that that need a little bit of assistance to make their their events a hit and and transportation is a key part of that so we're happy to help where we can but looking to grow as well awesome you ready to play would you rather i've been dying to <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do would you rather and do a couple more questions we're gonna wrap up with. So, uh, and I try to get some new questions just for you because I know you made a comment about when, when <laughs> we had Emily on. So I tried to get some some new stuff in for you as well. Okay, awesome. ready? Here we go. Yeah. Would you rather have that tattoo of the title of the last book you read or the last TV show you watched? Last book. Celestine well, Prophecy is a lot deeper than some. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask what it was. Um, would you rather be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb? I saw someone else's answer to this, and I yeah. understand the, the humility that it would take to, you know, just be an extra and to learn from those around you. But as someone who's striving to get more comfortable with putting myself out there, even if I was going to be a total failure, I think it would be cool to challenge myself to step out and be that lead role. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It takes some guts, yeah. <laughs> Got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. Um, would you rather win the lottery but have to spend it all in one day or triple your current salary forever? The latter, for sure. I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, man, what, imagine what you could do in one day, but then it'd all be gone. Mm, uh, actually, hold on. I changed my answer. I would oh, buy really? I would buy a couple homes. Well, it depends <laughs> on the size of the lottery is, right? I mean, one million doesn't get you very far these days. So true. That's true. I'd have to see the numbers, Rob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do a comparison. Yeah. Um, would you rather lounge by the pool or on the beach? Uh, probably the beach. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you rather be serenaded by Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? Justin Bieber all day. I'm a huge fan. No, it's interesting. He, talk about a brand that's evolved, eh? Like, yeah. I find it so unique that he used to be this, you know, young punk and no, like, and then all of a sudden, he, yeah, it's just crazy how his brand has evolved over the years from, a, even just from a marketing perspective, oh. I find it amazing. Right. And I, that's why I'm all for it because I, I love the, sto the story of the young punk teenager, which resonates with me, who yeah. was one, at one point lost, who found a new way forward and yeah. has made something positive out of themselves. Yeah. So good for him. Uh, would you rather live in a treehouse or in a cave? Treehouse. Caves are full of creepy stuff. Yeah. Um, would you rather <laughs> spend the weekend? Sorry? Plus the treehouse has a view. Yeah, there you go. It depends where it is, I guess. But yes, I'd rather be outdoors for sure. Yeah. Um, would you rather spend the weekend with pirates or ninjas? <laughs> pirates would be a good time because they know how to let loose. But ninjas, you could really learn some cool stuff. Yeah. So ninjas. Ninjas? Okay. Would you rather have Celine Dion or Eminem perform the soundtrack to your life? That's a tough one. I respect them both. 
<laughs> for both different reasons. I believe I would probably go with uh, Eminem just because he can fit a lot more words into those. Yeah, yeah there we go. You know what I mean? He can really tell a story. Uh, that's awesome. Um, would you rather never use social media again or never watch another movie again? I would rather never use social media again just for that, for no reason. I would just rather never use it again. I'm tired of it. <laughs> last question. And I think I know your answer because I think you already answered it last time, but is uh, when, when Emily's on, but uh, would you rather only be able to use a fork or a spoon for the rest of your life? <laughs> a spoon, because you, you can't eat soup with a fork, but you could probably make do cutting a steak with a steak knife and a spoon. Interesting. It's funny because my thinking is like anything I can eat with a spoon, I could drink it. That's true. That's true. But I'm, that's the one question I ask everybody because at the end we're at the end of the year we're going to tabulate and see if we're going to team fork and team spoon and see who wins. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you for playing along. So I do have a couple more questions. I want to wrap up cognizant of time, but I do want a uh, few more questions. So I know that current taxi, you you know, the business has been nominated for and won many awards in the short, really short life that the business has been in existence. So, you know, to me, that speaks to a lot of things. One is obviously the community sees a need for the service. They're, they're, they're coming out and actually voting and nominating. And the second thing is the leadership team must be doing something right, right? There's, there, and there's more to it, I'm sure. But can you talk like, or just speak a little bit around, you know, the leadership, what the leadership team provides to, uh, to the rest of the team and and how you build sort of a really strong team in this like new world, right? You work from home, your drivers are on the road, not like they're in the office with you. So, so can you speak just a little bit about how, you know, Dale and team run the show and how that resonates right down to the, you know, lowest common denominator? For sure. Um, I think the biggest thing that our leadership team provides from the top down is undying integrity, to be honest. They are truly good people who want to see everybody do well. They refuse to sink to the other low standards that other companies operate with. Um, they, they just refuse to cut corners at every turn, even when it would benefit them and the company. They will not, they will not sewer an ind individual employee and their needs and their rights, uh, their legal rights. Uh, they just don't believe in that. So Oh, lost you for a second. Everybody really fairly. And I think that that goes along early and received. We, we lost you for a second there, Lindsay. I'm not sure. Your, your, your it's if they need a large driver and and it's a safe space. What they're Lindsay, I think we've lost you. So fun with technology, but I think uh, uh, oh. I think you're back. There you go. You're back. <laughs> we lost you there. For, we lost you there for a second. So I apologize. So you're, you're going to have to, we're going to have to hit rewind. Okay. Cause um, unfortunately you're literally in the middle of answering the question and you, 
we you cut out unfortunately so we're just talking about sort of the leadership team and sort of the direction and what they provide and you know you talked about integrity and making the right choices so if there's one expand on that a little bit more <clears throat> sure so as i mentioned our team is treated very fairly we actually we what a surprise we actually follow the the rules and regulations of <laughs> our employees are supposed to be treated we do not cut corners even when it's you know would seemingly benefit our bottom line um, so that really goes a long way to keeping the morale up and to, you know, I think it really just all comes from the leadership. If, if you're not leading with integrity and you're not leading with heart and you're not leading because of a deep seated passion to make change, then how can you expect your drivers to exemplify that and to show up to work with that in, in their minds every day? Right, right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what are the, some of the struggles you guys are finding right now? I know like others is hiring a pain point. I, I was mentioning before I hopped on the call I was in Victoria last week and there was a Starbucks that closed at 1.30 because it couldn't find staff. Like, are you feeling that same pinch or are there other things that are that are really a, you're struggling right now through? Yeah, definitely. Our company, just like everyone else from what I've heard is struggling. It doesn't even matter what industry you're in. It's just a very difficult time to find people, whether you're in you know construction or in the winery yeah. uh, vertical or in transportation. It has been a struggle. I mean, especially coming out of COVID, as I mentioned earlier, with so many people being on CERB and getting $2,000 to sit at home in their underwear, that didn't really help people want to get out of those yeah. underwear <laughs> and put on, yeah. you know, go go to work for 10 hours or eight hours a day. So, you know, it's a struggle that we've been facing just like everyone else. We're uh, constantly trying to think of fresh, you know, ways to try to bring in to bring in new people with the right attitudes. Um, so that's something that's still definitely in progress. And we're helping um kind of becomes a little bit easier to to solve as we move forward but and the yeah. last, last question i have is as much as you can speak around this is you know what does the future hold for current taxi and you know anything new on the horizon should we be aware of is there anything in the works like where you know where do you think the brand's going to be and you know in the next we don't have to go five years so hard to say with this environment but you know in the next you know six to 12 months what are we going to see well, we will see more continued excellence. <laughs> we will uh, definitely be striving to add a few more vehicles to our fleet so that we can continue to meet the demand of our growing city. We will be, you know, it's hard to say if, if this will happen within the next six to 12 months, but ideally we hope to re-enter Victoria where we previously had our operations, our secondary operations. We would hope to enter Vancouver. Um, you know, the sky's the limit really. It's just sort of, getting everything strengthened up here at home first, which has actually been a blessing out of, uh, one of the only blessings out of COVID um, was that with us closing our Victoria operations due to uh, nobody wanting, no, nobody's flying, nobody wanted to leave their yeah, home. Yeah, sure. and, and again, struggling to find employees. It really did allow us to come back to center and to really focus on getting our core strengthened because just like the human body, like everything's just kind of kind of flailing around if you don't have a strong core. Yeah. So it's been a really um, pivotal, positive time where we've been really able to drill down into who we are, what we do well, what can we fix? What can we improve upon? What processes and procedures and even like all the little minutia, we now have time to really focus on those things and, and, and tackle them. Well, and I think it's one thing that I work with clients on about 
being very like create that epicenter, like be very strong in your home base and then kind of build out rather than kind of build out and then go, oh crap, I got to come back in. Like, exactly. so, you know, when you go into a large market like Vancouver, it's, there's a, hopefully you, you're ready, the app's ready, you're like, you have all that thing you, you've worked through. So it's a lot easier than going, oh crap, we need to do this. <laughs> yeah. So, Wish we would have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join me this morning. It was a fun discussion. And I did have a few more questions, but I'm going to be cognizant of time. Maybe we'll, we need to get you back on and, you know, in a, down the road and talk about all the great things you, you guys did. So, I, you know, I've been following the brand. Like, I, I know I know Dale quite well. And, and it's been, you know, it's awesome seeing the success. I love seeing successful, like, the local stories. And Current Taxi is definitely one of them. And, you know, hope to see you guys in other markets soon and, you know, kind of watching that grow. So, um, you know, wish you guys all the best and I'm sure it'll be a busy summer coming up for you. Indefinitely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for all of those kind words and uh, thank you for having me. It's been a really fun time. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, everyone else have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Lindsay. Take care. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.